Hello and welcome to the Fiction Tower, your podcast place for student book talks, parent reads, and mystery faculty readers. I'm your host, Mrs. Dowdy. Good morning, everyone, and happy Grandparents Day at our school. Today is my favorite day of the school year. I am not kidding. It's my day just to not just see all the parents, but the parents of the parents at our school. And today I am so fortunate. One of our students' grandparents are both here in the studio, and also the students, I'm giving you some hints, um, their mom is here. And I'd like to begin by introducing my special grandparent reader. May I call you Papa Dog? Of course. Thank you. <laughs> so, um, Papa Dog, um, what book did you bring today to read for us? Well, I brought this for my Ava. Uh, it's The Polar Express, and the author is Chris Von Allsburg. How it's did a Christmas story, and it's about magic. It is. How, how did, loves magic. Okay. Is that why you chose that book today? Correct. For her and her love for magic. Oh, that's so special. And it is such a great book for this time of year as we're running into the holidays and heading off to Thanksgiving. Um, as you get ready to read, I just want to also welcome Maeva's grandmother and her mama are here with us. So we're going to enjoy this story as Papa Dog begins to read to us. On Christmas Eve, many years ago, I lay quietly on my bed. I did not rustle the sheets. I breathed slowly and silently. I was listening for a sound, a sound a friend had told me I, had never, I would never hear. The ringing bells of Santa's sleigh. There is no Santa, my friend said insisted, but I knew he was wrong. Late that night, I did hear sounds, though not of ringing bells. From outside came sounds of hissing steam and squeaking metal. I looked through my window and I saw a train standing perfectly still in front of my house. It was wrapped in an apron of steam. Snowflakes fell lightly around it. A conductor stood at the open door of one of the cars. He took a large pocket watch from his vest and looked out at my window. Looked up at my window, excuse me. I put on my slippers and robe. I tiptoed down the stairs and out the door. All aboard, the conductor cried out. I ran up to him. Well, he said, are you coming? Where, I asked. Why, to the North Pole, of course, was his answer. This is the Polar Express. I took his outstretched hand, and he pulled me aboard. The train was filled with other children, all in their pajamas and nightgowns. We sang Christmas carols and ate candies, candies with nougat centers as white as snow. We drank hot cocoa as thick and rich as melted chocolate bars. Outside, the lights of the towns and villages flickered in the distance as the Polar Express raced northward. Soon there were no more lights to be seen. We traveled through cold, dark forests where lean wolves roamed and white-tailed rabbits hid from our train as it thundered through the quiet wilderness. We climbed mountains so high it seemed as if we could scrape the moon. But the Polar Express never slowed down. Faster and faster we ran along, rolling over peaks and through valleys like a car on a roller coaster. The mountains turned into hills, the hills to snow-covered plains. We crossed a barren desert of ice, the great polar ice cap. Lights appeared in the distance. They looked like the lights of a strange ocean liner sailing on a frozen sea. There, said the conductor, is the North Pole. 
the North Pole. It was a huge city standing alone at the top of the world, filled with factories where every Christmas toy was, was made. At first we saw no elves. They're gathering at the center of the city, the conductor told us. That is where Santa will give the first gift of Christmas. Who received the first gift? We all asked. The conductor answered, he will choose one of you. Look, shouted one of the children, the elves. Outside we saw hundreds of elves. As our train drew closer to the center of the North Pole, we slowed to a crawl. So crowded were the streets with Santa's helpers. When the Polar Express could go no further, we stopped and the conductor led us outside. We pressed through the crowd to the edge of the large open circle. In front of us stood Santa's sleigh. The reindeer were excited. They pranced and paced, ringing the silver sleigh bells that hung from their harnesses. It was a magical sound, like nothing I'd ever heard. Across the circle, the elves moved apart and Santa Claus appeared. The elves cheered wildly for Santa. He marched over to us and pointing to me said, let's have this fellow here. He jumped into a sleigh. The conductor handed me up. I sat on Santa's knee and he asked, now what would you like for Christmas? I knew that I could have any gift I could imagine. But the thing I wanted most for Christmas was not inside Santa's giant bag. What I wanted more than anything was for one silver bell from Santa's sleigh. When I asked, Santa smiled. He then gave me a hug and told me and told an elf to cut a bell from Santa's from the reindeer's harness. The elf tossed it up to Santa. He stood holding the bell high above him and called out, "The first gift of Christmas." A clock struck midnight. As the elves roared their approval, Santa handed the bell to me. I put it in my bathrobe pocket. The conductor helped me down from the sleigh. Santa shouted out the reindeer's names and cracked his whip. His team charged forward and climbed into the air. Santa circled above us and disappeared in the cold, dark polar sky. As soon as we were back inside the Polar Express, the other children asked me to see the bell. I reached into my pocket, but the only thing I felt was a hole. I had lost the silver bell from Santa Claus's sleigh. Let's hurry outside and look for it, one of the children said, but the train gave a sudden lurch and started moving. We were on our way home. It broke my heart to lose the bell. When the train reached my house, I sadly left the other children. I stood at my doorway and waved goodbye. The conductor said something from the moving train, but I couldn't hear him. What? I yelled. He cupped his hands around his mouth. Merry Christmas, he shouted. The Polar Express let out a loud blast from its whistle and sped away. On Christmas morning, my little sister Sarah and I opened our presents. When it looked as if everything had been unwrapped, Sarah found one last small box behind the tree. It had my name on it. Inside was a silver bell. There was a note. Quote, found this on the seat of my sleigh. Fix that hole in your pocket. Signed, Mr. C. I shook the bell. It made the most beautiful sound my sister and I had ever heard. But my mother said, oh, that's too bad. Yes, said my father, it's broken. When I'd shaken the bell, my parents had not heard a sound. At one time, most of my friends could hear the bell, but as years passed, it fell silent for all of them. Even Sarah found one Christmas where she could no longer hear its sweet sound. Although I've grown old, the bell still rings for me as it does for all who truly believe.
The Polar Express, a great Christmas story. Papa Dog. I've heard that story a million times, and that was the best read I have ever heard. Thank you so much for taking time out of your special day to come down to the Fiction Tower at our school and read that amazing story for your granddaughter and all children around our school and out in the community. And for me, I'm so grateful. It was my pleasure. Thank you for having me. Thank you, and happy Thanksgiving Thanks to you. Thanks for having Maeva, too. <laughs> thank you, and have a wonderful Thanksgiving. I, I, I just uh, hope the best holidays for you all. Okay, thank you for joining us today. Be sure to subscribe to The Fiction Tower wherever you listen to this podcast. And while you're at it, leave your favorite book title that you give a five-star rating for. See you.